Hey listeners, this week's episode is coming to you a little bit differently than usual. Stay tuned because we're following up this intro blurb with a hell of a teaser. This Saturday, October 29th, 2022, the Eternity Archives is participating in the Rainbow Roll Network's Night of the Living Gaze. This will be a night of six spooky one-shots, prize giveaways, and live hosting, while we raise money for the Trevor Project to try and make life less scary for queer youth. You do not want to miss it. This special spooky episode will take place entirely in the library, introducing new lore, new characters, new questions, and new threats. If you can't join us on Saturday, videos will be available after the event, and our next episode will be the extended version of that one-shot, complete with our gameplay and out-of-character decision-making process. Now, because we love you, here's a few minutes of what's coming. Thanks for listening, and we hope we'll see you at the party. There is a library that exists at the Nexus where all other universes collide. Inevitably, things wind up there by mistake. Books, artifacts, people. This is the place where things from all universes end up when they get lost. This is the Eternity Archives. everyone, welcome to this special spooky episode of the Eternity Archives. My name is Dorka and I play Zen, the warrior lizard lady, and these are my co-hosts. Hi! Hi. My name's Eva, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Linda, the adorable human office lady. Hey everyone, my name is Bappy, uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I play Rilda Jaquel. Today we are going to be playing Anomaly Containment Breach, which we thought was appropriately suitable for our interdimensional library. This game is by Carter Richmond, and Containment Breach, I'm reading from the document here, is a tabletop role-playing game about a supernatural anomaly escaping from a facility where it has been contained by a sinister organization. The library isn't necessarily a sinister organization, your mileage may vary on that, but it is close enough that we are going with it. It says key media touchstones for this genre are the SCP Foundation, the Magnus Archives, Warehouse 13, Maximum Ride, and The Thing, none of which I have seen. But this seems like a spooky (laughs) game, and I think we're going to have some fun with it. You've never read like SCP? I am aware of SCP, but I am not like intimately familiar with it. Okay, that's fair. They're pretty fun raids. But there are like 20,000 of them, so I don't have time yeah. for that. I mean, you don't have to read all of them. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a we'll do a That Sounds Right where we just read you SCPs and you have to guess whether the toaster that uh, makes you describe yourself as the toaster is real or not. That one's real, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> okay, it doesn't sound like I'm really missing anything there. So, um, <laughs> Well, there's more interesting ones than that one. Anyway, let's get to it. This game, we are playing with some six-sided dice and tarot cards. For the uh, Night of Living Gaze special, we're going to be cutting out most of the actual gameplay and just giving you that story part. Well, I guess uh, now is the perfect time to dive into the library and uh, see what ooky spooky uh, stuff is about to break out then. 
So we are in the library. Do we celebrate Halloween in the library? Does Linda make us celebrate Halloween? I think is the actual question. Yeah, Linda absolutely <laughs> makes everyone celebrate Halloween. She um, she bakes cookies. She gets her little cat costume on. She posts flyers everywhere that's like trick or treat. And so the people who have trick or treat um, will come by. Hopefully, um, she has her door open and she makes really bad puns and gets really excited and plays Monster Mash in the background. But I think it probably is completely baffling if you're from a world that doesn't have Halloween. Yeah, Zen does not have Halloween, and I feel like a lot of people in the library don't even need to like dress up in costumes because we're a bunch of freaks already. So Zen's just there in her normal like half-dressed state, being a giant lizard with heavy weaponry, and that looks enough like a costume to pass. Linda will allow it because Zen is her friend. She tried to explain Halloween and it just did not go over. And so she's like, okay, I'll give you some candy. And she puts a, a Snickers into Zen's hand because I'm assuming Zen doesn't have like a like a pumpkin pail. But maybe Linda does give Zen an extra pair of cat ears. Mm, absolutely. Yes, she does. Rill is in a dragon onesie. Perfect. Linda gives you two Snickers. What about Dumpling? Does Dumpling have a costume? Oh my god, Dumpling's dressed up like a taco. I say that because I got a taco cat costume for my cat, so... That's <laughs> perfect. amazing. That's the cutest thing possible. Linda takes the Snickers from Rill because she remembers that Rill is allergic to nuts, and she gives them to Dumpling and gives Rill... You Ril... almost killed Rill! Yeah, um... <laughs> Why are you trying to kill me out of this episode? <laughs> And um, she gives you two really big bags of Skittles instead. Rill shoves a handful of them into their mouth and they're just chewing and it just turns into like a glob of Skittle conglomeration. So uh, while Linda is admiring uh, your costumes and trying to convince Zen to wear the cat ears, suddenly the library goes dark. If this was regular Earth, Linda would have sworn that it was a power cut until she starts hearing what sounds like an alarm klaxon in the distance, and the whole library is lit up with an eerie green glow. Linda looks around nervously to see if either of you have any idea what's going on. In the dark, it kind of looks like the dark library that we visited a few arcs ago. Sort of a twisted mirror of the library that we know and love. This isn't that. It's still much more coherent, but it might stir up some unpleasant memories. Rill is very chill because they think that Linda just organized all this organized together. Organized Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, you went through a lot of trouble. How did you even figure out how to turn the lights off and all of that? That's crazy. This one, this one wasn't me. I don't think the whole library's celebrating Halloween. This one, um, I'm not sure about this one, honestly. Oh, well. Our journals start to vibrate all at once. And as we do, we all open them up and see in our own handwriting. Be advised, containment breach. Oh. The words sound bad, but the lights are green and green means good, right? Well, like lime green means good. This is sort of like a, a spooky green. Oh. There are different shades of green. And I'm going to go ahead and say that, yeah, I agree that the words containment breach are not good. Real curls up into a ball. So what do we do? Linda's first instinct, based on the field work that she's done, is that you want to get as many librarians together as possible in a relatively central location. Because the more minds are working on it and the more skills they have, the better. So Linda's going to say, 
you know what? As tempted as I am to just close the door and maybe like hunker down until this gets solved, I really think we're better off maybe going to somewhere kind of central and and seeing what the others are doing, seeing if there's anything we can help, maybe seeing if there's there's anything we really should or shouldn't do. And I guess the only central place I can think of is the book drop. Zen is thinking the same. That is where we go when the journals alert us to something. It is logical and reasonable that that is where we should go now. Rill is a leathery winged ball curled up with the tail, so one of you is going to have to push them to the book drop. Rill, we're going. Um, You want us to leave you here under the couch or... Just roll them. Roll them to the book drop. (laughs) I'm not going to roll you. (laughs) Dumpling uh, gets up on their two back legs and starts trying to roll you with their teeny tiny little eldritch body. (laughs) Fine. I just wanted to eat candy. God damn it. All right. I'll get up follow. The Eternity Archives is hosted, produced, and edited by Dorka, Bappy, and Siva. Find us on Twitter at at thearchivespod or online at theeternityarchives.com. Our intro music is Paint the Sky by Hans Adam, and sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Check out our show notes for more information and some helpful resources. Consider supporting us by telling your friends about us, or leave us a tip at our Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash theeternityarchives. Subscribe to our Ko-fi for all sorts of exclusive bonuses, behind-the-scenes content, and other fun surprises. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.